Section 18 of The Toilers of the Sea by Victor Hugo. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by John Greenman. Chapter 6 Entrance of Letterie into Glory. The Gallio prospered. Mes Letterie beheld the moment drawing near when he would become Monsieur. At Guernsey, one does not become Monsieur at one bound. Between the man and the gentleman, there is a whole ladder to be climbed. To begin with, first rung, the name alone, Pierre, I will assume it to be. Next, second rung, Vezin, neighbor, Pierre. Next, third rung, Father Pierre. Then, fourth rung, Sieur Pierre. Next, fifth rung, Mes Pierre. Then, at the top, Monsieur Pierre. This ladder, which starts from the ground, continues into the blue sky. The whole hierarchy of England enters into it, and is graded in it. Here are the rungs, ever more and more luminous. Above the gentleman there is the esquire, above the esquire the knight, sir. Then still ascending, the baronet, a hereditary sir. Then the lord, laird in Scotland. Then the baron, then the viscount, then the earl, jarl in Norway then the marquis, then the duke, then the peer of England, then the prince of the blood royal, then the king. This ladder rises from the people to the middle classes, bourgeoisie, from the middle classes to the baronetage, from the baronetage to the peerage, from the peerage to royalty. Thanks to his rash but successful deed, thanks to steam, thanks to his engine, thanks to the devil-boat, Mes Letterie had become a personage. In order to construct the Galiot, he had been obliged to borrow money. He had run into debt in Bremen, he had run into debt at St. Malo, but each year he diminished his indebtedness. He had purchased, in addition, on credit, at the very entrance to the port of St. Sampson, a pretty stone house, perfectly new, situated between the sea and a garden, on whose corner this name was to be read. Les Bravais. The mansion of Les Bravais, whose front formed a part of the very wall of the port, was remarkable for a double row of windows, opening on the north, on an enclosure full of flowers, on the south, towards the ocean, so that the house had two fronts, one towards tempests, the other towards roses. These fronts seemed made expressly for the two inhabitants, Miss Letierie and Miss Deruchette. The house of Les Bravais was popular in St. Sampson, for Mes Letierie had at length become popular. This popularity sprang a little from his kindness, his devotion, his courage, a little from the quantity of men whom he had saved, in great part from his successes, and because he had given the port of St. Sampson the privilege of the arrival and departure of the steamboat. On perceiving that the devil-boat was a decidedly good thing, Saint-Pierre, the capital, had claimed it for its port, but Letierie had stood firm for Saint-Sampson. It was his birthplace. That is where I was launched, he was wont to say, hence a lively local popularity. His quality of tax-paying proprietor constituted him what is called in Guernsey a habitant, he had been appointed Duzenier, note Duzenier, 
a member of the administrative council in Jersey and Origny. This poor sailor had climbed five out of the six rounds of the social ladder of Guernsey. He was Mez. He was on the brink of Monsieur, and who knows whether he would not even succeed in passing the boundary to Monsieur. Who knows whether one day they would not read in the almanac of Guernsey, in the chapter Gentry and Nobility, this superb and unprecedented inscription, Lettieri Esquire. But Mes Lettieri disdained, or rather ignored, the side of things which produce vanity. He felt himself to be useful. Therein lay his joy. Being popular touched him less than being necessary. As we have said, he had but two loves, and consequently but two ambitions, Durande and Derichette. At all events he had invested in the lottery of the sea and had won the grand prize. This grand prize was the Durande, afloat and sailing. End of chapter 6 Entrance of Letiri into Glory